أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة Alhamdulillah <laughs> ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذ قال إبراهيم رب جعل هذا البلد آمنا وجنبني وبني أن نعبد الأصنام صدق الله العظيم The success and failure 
of a community, of a nation, will largely depend on the success and failure of the individuals within that community. If the community members are such that they have the correct morals, they are upright, they have the correct standards which they are following, then this will lead to a healthy community, a community where the people are standing for good. And if on the other hand, the people are such that they do not possess the correct morals, they do not have the right standards which they are following, then instead of that community being progressive, it will be a bad community for people to live in. Now in order for us to understand how individuals are and whether they are going to be successful or failures in, commun- in the community, we will be able to judge and gauge their community, their, the, the, the impact they have on community by the type of upbringing they have within their homes. If a person is coming from a home which is stable, which has the correct morals, the correct standards, then this will lead to correct individuals coming about and hence we will have a positive society. Now how do we have a home which has the correct morals, the correct upbringing? What will be the ideal home for us to have so that we will have a progressive community and society? Now in this we have a beautiful example. The life of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam generally in the season of Hajj Mention is made of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, the sacrifices he made for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. But Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam being the Nabi of Allah, he was a completely comprehensive and complete personality. Hence we will find hidayat and guidance as to how we should sacrifice for the sake of Allah. But we would also find guidelines as to how you should behave within your home. You will find examples in the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam being the Nabi of Allah, being the slave of Allah. And you will also find examples in his life how you should conduct and behave as a father and as a husband. The impact of Hazrat Ibrahim salam on his family was such that if we, if, we, if we study his life and we study the family members around him, then Hazrat Ibrahim salam being the father and the mother and the son, all of them in that family at all times were willing to sacrifice everything they had for the sake of this deen of Allah. For the sake of Allah Ta'ala, they were willing to sacrifice everything. Such was the impact Hazrat Ibrahim salam had on his family. So there are a few different guidelines and lessons we learn from Hazrat Ibrahim salam as a father. And this will help us bring about an ideal home, which will then bring about a successful community and society. The first point is that being the head of the households, being the head is generally the father. The father himself should have the correct mindset, the correct ideology, the correct value system in place. If he has correct direction, then this will help the entire family move in the correct direction as well. But if the father is such that his main goal and objective is the dunya, and he is impressing upon this upon his children as well, that he is only giving guidelines with regards to how to earn this dunya, how to be successful in this world, completely ignoring akhirah, completely ignoring the commands of Allah Ta'ala and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then this ideology is incorrect and sometimes it will come back to bite him himself. Many a times it happens. A father brings up his child, teaching him dunya, teaching him the material of this world. And when the child grows up, 
and now he knows how to earn, but he does not know how to respect his father. He does not know mannerisms, he does not know etiquette. That same father, he will take him and dump him in the old age home. That same father, he will slap him across his face and ask him, what did you ever do for me in my life? Now looking in the life of Hazrat Ibrahim a.s., this one dua he makes, the dua of Hazrat Ibrahim a.s. that he makes, we will get different, a beautiful example of what the vision and mindset should be as a father. Hazrat Ibrahim a.s. takes his wife and son, he takes his household. And as per the command of Allah, he leaves them in the barren land of Makkah Mukarramah. No outward form of survival in this place. No outward form of survival. There is no one staying there. He takes his wife and he takes his son, he leaves them alone. Besides a few provisions, outwardly they do not seem any form or means of survival. Hazrat Ibrahim is a father generally, definitely, he is going to have feelings for his family. He is going to have feelings for his household. He turns around as per the command of Allah, he is now leaving them. As he leaves them, he turns to Allah and he makes a dua. What we understand through this dua is what values and what mindset he had. رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُذِيَّتِي بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ فَاجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَارْزُقْهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ He turns off, as per your command, I have left my progeny in, the, in a barren land. I have left them alone in the lands of Makkah Mukarramah. This was as per the command of Allah. But then obviously as a father he is going to have concerns. As a father he is going to have concerns with regards to how my child is going to survive. But when he turns to Allah in his, in his dua, the first thing he makes dua, رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ O Allah, allow them to establish their salah. Allow them to establish their salah. Now as a father, he is leaving them alone in the barren lands of Makkah Mukarramah. After so many years, he is blessed with a son from the side of Allah. That son he is now leaving alone in Makkah Mukarramah. He is going to have concern for their worldly means and their worldly necessities as well. But when he turns to Allah and he makes a dua, the first thing, رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ O Allah, so that they may establish salah. Explaining to us, what we understand and what we, what we understand through this dua, that the first and most important thing in a life, in a vision of a father for his child, his deen must be in order. His deen must be in order. He makes this dua, رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ salah. O Allah, allow them to establish their salah. And salah was such an important point in the life of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. In another place he makes a dua, where he called, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ salah. وَمِنْ ذُذِيَّتِ Ya Allah, allow me, first of all, allow me to establish salah. Allow me to perform salah in such a way that you will be pleased with it. And not only me, Ya Allah, my progeny as well. My children as well, allow them to establish salah. What we understand through this, first and foremost as fathers, as parents, we should be setting the benchmark, setting the example as to how we should be performing salah, showing that importance to salah. Unfortunately, it happens. A child is going to the maktab, he is learning by the alim or he is learning by that apa. That alim or that apa is drumming into his head the importance of salah. Come to the masjid to perform salah. Make sure you are performing your five time daily salah. He is reading it in the kitab, he is even being examined on it in the examinations. However, when he comes home, when he comes home and now that azan is being called out for salah, and the muazzin is saying, hayya ala salah, hayya ala falah, come to salah, come to success. He is finding that that, that all is falling on deaf ears. 
There is no one moving within that home to perform that salah. Hence the child is now confused at at the maktab, at the madrasa, that alim or that apa is telling me that it is so important to perform salah. Salah is one of the five pillars of deen. But when he is coming home, he is finding no one is there to answer the call of the muazzin. That salah is going, that if ears. So first and foremost, the parents should be the ones showing the example, showing the importance of salah. And with regards to the importance of salah, understand salah is not fabs only once a week on the day of Jum'ah. Five time daily salah. Each and every day we do not have a choice. It is fervs, it is compulsory upon each and every one of us. Five time daily salah. So important the salah is. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Inna awwala ma yuhasabu bihil abdu yawm al-qiyama min amalihi salatuh. The first thing, the first thing with regards to a person's actions, that a person will be called to give an account on the day of qiyama, is his salah. فَإِنْ صَلُوحَدْ فَقَدْ أَفْلَحَ وَأَنْجَحَ If his salah is in order, then this person is now successful. وَإِنْ فَسَدَدْ فَقَدْ خَابَ وَقَصِرَ But if his salah is found wanting, if his salah is not in order, then this person is heading for doom and destruction. This person is heading for doom and destruction. So this dua of Hazrat Ibrahim salam, رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ Showing the value system, the mindset that, Ya Allah, although they do not have material means to survive at the moment, the most important concern and worry in my mind mind is their deen, is their relationship with you, is their salah. Ya Allah, allow their salah to become in order. Thereafter, he continues his dua. رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ فَجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَرْزُقُهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Thereafter, he makes dua for the dunya as well, for the material as well. Being a father, he is not only concerned with regards to the deen, he has concern for the material as well. So he makes dua that, Ya Allah, you sustain them. You grant them also, Ya Allah. You grant them provisions. But then at the end of the dua again he says, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ So that, Ya Allah, so they will be grateful to you. Meaning, grant them the provisions of this world. Grant them sustenance. Provisions you grant them should not take them away from your remembrance. It should bring them closer to you. Allow them to earn this world, to have this world. But the earning and the, and the earning and possessing of this world should not move them away from you. It should bring them even closer to you. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ That sustenance should be a means of them showing thanks to you. In the beginning of this dua, he makes dua for the deen. In the end of the dua, he brings, makes dua for the deen. In between, he shows the importance of provisions, the importance of material of this world. That Ya Allah, allow some part of it to come to them. Allow them to have the provisions of this world. But what we understand through this dua, what we gauge the mindset and valued as a father. That is why when we're speaking of an ideal home, the father himself should have that correct mindset, the correct value system. If this is in place... It will allow that entire family to run smoothly, to move in the correct direction. And if, if this is not found, and the father himself is not giving that correct direction, that it becomes very difficult for the rest of the household to come upon deen. It becomes very difficult for the family to come upon deen. So this is the first fam- that the head of the household, that father, he should have the correct value system, the correct mindset. And the second important thing is that just as how he should have the correct mindset, the mother of the household, she should also be on the same page. The parents together should be making a collective effort upon the children to bring them upon deen, to move upon the same direction. It should not be such that one is engaging in the, in the actions of deen. One is going for ta'aleem, one is performing salah, making dhikr, reciting Qur'an and Majid. But the other is not following suits. The other is not on the same page. It happens that the child now will play one parent against the other. 
One is saying, I need to perform salah. The other one is not performing himself. He is not performing salah. Why do I need to perform salah? Hence, the child is confused and he will play one parent against the other. He will not be able to get correct direction in life. That is why it is so important. One of the many reasons why, ulama, why, why it is not permissible for a person to get married to a non-Muslim. One of the many reasons and one of the many, many wisdoms behind it is that how is the child going to grow up with a non-Muslim parent? And in being, how will he then be able to gain, gain an understanding of the correct value system of Islam? Again, Ibrahim alayhi salam, the same, the same incident. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam takes his wife and child and leaves them alone in the barren land of Makkah Mukarramah. Just for a few moments, put your, put yourself into the shoes of that mother. Put yourself into the shoes of that mother. She is left alone by her husband. She only has a child, an infant child to look after. No outward means of survival. Besides a few provisions, there is no one there to see to her needs. She is left alone. Hazrat Ibrahim salam turns and he leaves her. She calls out to him that, are you leaving us here alone? Are you leaving us here alone? There is no one to tend to us, no one to see to us. Who is going to take care of our needs? Hazrat Ibrahim he does not give a response. Then she says, she asks another question. Is this the command of Allah? Is this the command of Allah? He gives a gesture showing that yes, it is the command of Allah. What on the same page? Both of them, husband and wife, mother and father, both willing to sacrifice everything to fulfill the command of Allah. And she understands that this is the command of Allah. He is not doing it out of his own accord. He says, she says, if this is the case, definitely Allah will never destroy us. Allah will never forsake us. Outwardly, no means of survival. No one there to look after her. No one there to tend to her. No one there to see to her needs. No, it's not even a fertile, fertile land. But when she understands that this is the command of Allah, she wholeheartedly accepts. What we understand, both husband and wife, mother and father, both being on the same page, willing to sacrifice for the sake of this deen of Islam. And so happy and pleased Allah was with this, with this action of, of, the, of the mother of Ismail alayhi salam, of Hajar radiallahu ta'ala anha, that till the day of Qiyamah, till the day of Qiyamah, any person who is going for Hajj, any person who is going for Umrah, he will have to perform the Sa'i seven times from Mount Safa to Mount Mawa, seven times he will need to go, who is he imitating? Who is he resembling? It is the action of this mother. The action of this wife who sacrificed for the sake of the command of Allah. Until the day of Qiyamah, inshallah, we will enjoy from the well of Zamzam. The beautiful water of Zamzam. Who's, through, who, through whose barakah, through whose blessings? Again, this blessing, the sacrifice of this mother and child. The sacrifice of this mother and child. So happy Allah became with us that we are all blessed with the, well, with, the, with the water from the well of Zamzam. But what we understand through this, this response that she had given, that no matter what command it was from the side of Allah, just as how the husband is willing to sacrifice everything for the sake of Allah, she was on the same page. And she was also willing to sacrifice for the sake of the command of Allah. So the one is, the, number one, the husband or the father, the head of the household. He needs to have the correct vision and the correct mindset. Secondly, the wife also should be on the same page. And the third important point is that within the home, in order for the home to move smoothly, in order for the child and parent to be on the same page, there needs to be some form of communication. There needs to be communication, the doors of communication needs to be open. Again, in the life of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, beautiful example. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, the side of Allah, that you will need to take your son 
and you will need to place a knife upon his neck, you will need to slaughter him. He sees this in a dream, he understands it is the command of Allah, he knows there is no choice in this matter. He knows it is the direct command of Allah, well, need to fulfill it, I have to do it. However, he turns to Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam, and he addresses him, Inni ara fil manam, Inni ara fil manam, Anni adbahuka, fanzur madha tara. That, oh my son, I have seen a dream. And in this dream, I am seeing that I am slaughtering you. This is definitely the command of Allah. But he addresses his son, he communicates with him, فَانْذُرْ مَاذَا تَرَى Oh my son, what is your opinion regarding this? He is not asking his opinion because if his son is not going to agree, he is not going to fulfill the command, no. He is definitely going to fulfill the command of Allah. But he is communicating with his son in order to gauge and understand, is my son himself ready now to sacrifice himself for the sake of fulfilling the command of Allah? Is he going to answer positively or not? If I'm going to get a negative answer, then I will need to work on his mindset. I will need to work on him for him to be able to sacrifice himself for, for fulfilling this command. But when he understands and he, he, when he gets the positive response, and Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam says, تَجِدُنِي إِنْشَاءَ مِنَ الصَّابِرِينَ That, Ya Abati al ma tu'mar, do what you are commanded. You will find I will be from the patient ones. When he gets a positive response, he now understands and realizes my son himself is willing to sacrifice to fulfill the command of Allah. Many a times it happens, there is no communication within the home. Hence we're giving commands within the home. We are giving out instructions. That is why it is important that we should not be commanders within the home, we should be leaders within the home. A leader meaning bring about understanding, explain yourself. You are giving commands, explain the beauty of the commands, explain the beauty of the deen of Islam, explain the beauty of following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you are going to be a commander, and you are only going to give instructions, that you will need to do this, you will need to do that, let it not be such that when your eyes close, and you are not there anymore to see to them, to see to the Islamic tarbiyat, how are then they going to come to that masjid? How are they going to fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when they do not have the love of it in their hearts? The, heart, the love of it is not found in their hearts. Rather they have hatred for the deen of Islam, Allah Ta'ala protect us. So we should, be, we should be leaders and we should be explaining and communicating. One very common complaint amongst the youth is that if they feel that our parents, they we are unable to communicate with them. The doors of communication are not open. And because of this, now at times it happens, they come across different confusing situations. They come across different types of people, different ideologies. I learned in school today, they're going to, the, to, to a certain school, I learned in school today that we should be accepting the LGBTQ movement. I have learned in school today that feminism is something which we need to promote. Now all these things are bringing about confusion, not only in dunya, it is bringing about confusion in deen. It can make the iman become shaky because of this. So if the parents are not available to communicate with them, to explain to them that these are all filthy things, how is the child going to get correct direction? Unfortunately, when the doors of communication between parent and child is closed, the child will now move to other avenues in order to seek answers. He will go to social media, he will go onto the internet, he will go on Facebook, he will go to Twitter. He will go and join the wrong company looking for answers, for his, looking for solutions, looking for answers for the difficulties he is going through. Why is he going to all these different avenues? Because the door of his parents are closed. The door of his parents are closed. Understand as parents and especially as fathers, many people 
have this incorrect notion that my duty as a father is only to put food on the table. As we, my duty is to bring an income within the home and it stops there. This is not the only duty of a father. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam makes mention, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ وَكُلُّكُمْ مَسْؤُولٌ عَنْ رَئِيَّتِهِ Each and every one of you is a shepherd. And each and every one of you will be questioned with regards to his flock. What questions? Only with regards to food on the table? No. Did you teach them salah? Did you teach them deen? Did you teach them akhlaq? Did you teach them the importance of following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Did you give them the correct moral upbringing? Another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, No father or the best gift, the best gift a father can give his son, the best gift a father can give his son, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, is good akhlaq and character. Good akhlaq and character, not some worldly thing of this world, not some material of this world, no. Good character and akhlaq. How are you going to give your child good akhlaq and character if you're not even communicating with him? You're not engaging with him. You're not showing him that love and support. You're not showing him that you are there for him. While a child will go to a maktab or a school, and that maktab or school will give, will bring about some form of understanding of deen, some form of akhlaq he will learn. But it is not the duty of the madrasa. It is not the duty of the school. It is the duty of the parents to instill the correct value system within the child. It is the duty of the parents to to teach the children akhlaq, to teach the, the children the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So communication is extremely important. And one great impediment in communication within the home today is the cell phone. Unfortunately, the father, when he comes home, comes home from work, he is too busy on his cell phone, he is too busy looking on his social media. The mother is in the same position, she is too busy on her social media. The child himself at times, he is too busy on his device. So instead of having quality family time together, where ta'aleem of the kitabs can be made, ta'aleem of fazali amal, fazali sadaqat, the family can engage in zikr together, or they can be family discussions together where they can understand the difficulties and hardships each one is going through. Because of the, because of the cell phones and because of these devices, this quality family time has been, has been removed. Now we do not find that quality family time. Hence, we are unable to understand what difficulties and hardships our children are going through. So communicating and engaging with our children is extremely important. And another important point, which is based on this as well, that we should be having, engaging in those activities where we will be able to bond with our children. Engaging in activities where we can bond with them. Whether it is dini activities where we can go out in the path of Allah or coming to the masjid together, or whether it is activities, worldly activities, we can show them and teach them. There are permissible avenues, there are permissible means where you can enjoy yourself, but you can have fun. You can have fun in permissible avenues. This means we should be spending time together with them. And again, in the life of Hazrat Ibrahim salam, a beautiful example. Hazrat Ibrahim salam is given the command from the side of Allah that go and build the Kaaba. Go and build the Kaaba. Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam is senior in age. There is a huge age, age gap between Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and Ismail alayhi salam. He comes to his son and he tells him, he asks him that I have been given this command from the side of Allah. Are you willing to assist me? He agrees and now father and son together. The greatest construction that took place on this earth was a joint effort between father and son. 
was a joint effort between father and son. Both of them together engage in this action and they are building the Kaaba, building Baytullah. وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبَرَاهِيمُ الْقَوَاعِدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ وَإِسْمَعِيلُ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ They are engaging in this action of building the Kaaba, of building Baytullah, and they are making dua to Allah Ta'ala at the same time. Ya Allah, you accept this action from us. Accept this action from us. But what was this? It was a bonding activity. We should be spending time together. Spending time and showing them that there are permissible means, permissible avenues, where you can have fun and you can still be within the parameters of Sharia. And the last important point, that while indeed a person will try his level best to bring about the correct upbringing within the home, it is extremely important as parents, as fathers, that we make dua constantly for our children. Constantly make dua for them. This is a weapon that we have been given from the side of Allah. Even if our child has moved far away from the Even if he has moved far away, he could be in the worst possible position. We should never write him off. As parents and as fathers, understand you have the weapon of dua with you all the time. Whether it is after salah, whether it is at the hajjud, whatever time it may be, the dua of a father is never rejected in the court of Allah. No matter how far away your child may be, constantly make dua for them. Constantly make dua for them. Beautiful duas we learn from Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam as well. Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam makes a dua. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا الْبَلَدَ آمِنَا وَجَنُوبْنِي وَبَنِيَّ أَنْ نَعْبُدَ الْأَصْنَامِ Ya Allah, save me and save my children. Save me, save my son from worshipping idols. Do not allow me, do not allow them to worship idols. The other dua, رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ Ya Allah, allow me to establish salah and allow my children as well to establish their salah. Dua upon dua upon dua. It is extremely important that we bring this habit within our lives, that we make dua for them all the times. So just again to quickly recap, how do we bring about an ideal home? How do we have the ideal family structure within the home? First important point, as fathers, as head of the household, we need to have the correct vision and the correct mindset. The correct ideologies in place so that we will be able to impart to our children the correct ideologies. We will be showing them the correct the correct way and we'll be taking the kindly that needs to be a joint effort. The father and mother, husband and wife both need to work collectively in order to bring the correct mindset and ideology within the home. The third important point, there needs to be communication. There needs to be engaging with our children. This is extremely important, especially in today's times when there are so many different ideologies out there. Fourthly, we need to have bonding activities. Show our children there are permissible ways where you can have fun within the parameters of Sharia. And the last important point, constantly make dua for our children. May Allah grant us all tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana. الحمد لله رب العالمين